Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. Facebook is in a hiring freeze. Crypto is crashing, and Uber says it's going to treat hiring as a privilege, as a way to cut costs. And speaking of privileges, you're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is your co-host, Joel. Party's over, said the girl, Cheeseman. This is Chad. Good vibrations, so wash. And on this week's episode, Rippling says it's kind of a big deal. Symphony Talent finds a new Mastro <laughs> and a fun game of buy or sell, everybody. Let's do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions? And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait. The Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman. I'm talking about Text Kernel. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, Yeah. simplicity. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. Text Kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways. TextKernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. TextKernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. TextKernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey, kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data. I mean, that that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener. Get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> I'm giving it good vibrations. Good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the most uh, friendly, happy Chad ever. 
Yes. And we're playing buy or sell. So it's get, ready easy, for the, yeah. get ready for the buy ratings, everybody. Chad's in a good mood. And why are you in such a good mood, Chad? After buying a condo here in Cabanish, Portugal, uh, we've been we've been searching for a while. We actually, I guess it shouldn't say a while. We actually started the house search after we found out where we wanted to land in December. So it was a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. We we signed the deal today and we got the keys and who that's a big weight off my chest. Very nice, very nice. As uh, as your co-host and friend and hearing about this, uh, I, for one, am relieved that the uh, long, strange trip has finally ended <laughs> and that I now have a vacation home whenever needed in Portugal. You do. Yeah, a getaway by, by the way, all Americans, you heard him say how easy it was. So everybody, go to Portugal. You'll go to Portugal. Have a good it. time. No, no, no. <laughs> Did I say that? I meant Slovakia. I meant Slovakia. Yes. Free healthcare, great food, ocean living. Go to Portugal, everybody. Go to Portugal. Uh, I can't wait to cut this out. (laughs) (laughs) The hour long show is 32 minutes. Should we get to shout outs? Though? Shout out, shout outs. So I got Qualify. Our Ooh. friends here in, in Indianapolis. Qualify. Darian, yes. Qualify Koala. The Firing Squad Survivor has added Phil Daniels as a member of its board of directors and Doug Berg as a strategic advisor. Daniels currently serves on the board of Springbuck healthcare company and is also president of JDA Worldwide, a full service marketing agency and friend of the show. Doug Berg, little mm-hmm. known fact, our first sponsor, uh, is the guy behind techies.com, jobs to web, and Zap Info, who sold to Indeed, where Doug is still an advisor. Qualify yeah. making shit happen. Shout out to Darian and team. Very nice. Very nice. Also, a little bit more uh, news, industry news from a shout out standpoint. Shout out mm-hmm. to Symphony Talent. There's some writing on the wall, kids. So, Kermit. Rhonda, that's right. You heard it right. Kermit <laughs> Rhonda is the new CEO at Symphony Talent, while current CEO Rupesh Nair steps into the chief product officer position. So if you know anything about the PE firm that owns Symphony Talent, it's Symphony Technology Group, STG. Ooh. Well, I'd say that they've had a pretty checkered past in recruitment and tech. Uh, This has not been a cakewalk for them. Uh, About 10 plus years ago, they had uh, disparate brands, including Findly, Bernard Hodas, and and a bunch of others with little to no vision. And then STG cracked the whip. They brought in Rupesh to pull everything together under one single brand and to try to do the same with tech. Well, apparently that phase has completed because they brought in a guy like Kermit, Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> Kermit, that is uh, purely a growth guy. I mean, that's his background. So what does this actually mean for Symphony Talent Kids? Well, I feel like uh, there's going to be a lot of trimming the fat that's happening, if there is any to cut at all, and doing nothing but driving revenues and prepping for sale. Uh, this <laughs> PE firm has had this organization, these organizations for a while and they finally got them together. So it looks like that's what's happening. We've also just received word that head of strategy, Debbie Tool, will be leaving after eight years, which once again is another indicator. Oh, 
Kermit is one of those names that he must have gotten before Sesame Street was a thing or the Muppets were a thing. <laughs> the Muppets, because yeah. it, it's like people named Adolf before 1939. You know, like it, uh, it clearly shows his age because if he's younger than <laughs> he's younger than 60, and his name is Kermit. I, I feel for him. I feel mm-hmm. for him. Well, one of your favorite restaurants, Chad. Yes. Chick-fil-A is in one of my shout outs. It's it's Jesus chicken. What? Oh, that's in my summary, Chad. Don't steal my thunder. <laughs> so while $17 an hour salaries for food service workers today doesn't seem totally crazy, four years ago, it was downright revolutionary to pay a living wage. However, a Chick-fil-A franchisee went for it. The result, a retention rate of around 76%. Owner-operator Eric Mason summed it up best when he told Entrepreneur Magazine, quote, It's surprising how fast we won the war on turnover. I know a lot of other franchisees hiring 10, 15 people a month. We might only hire three, four, five people in a quarter. Our average employee (laughs) tenure was over four years, end quote. Shout out to Jesus Chicken, Eric Mason, and The Living Wage. Imagine that. Paying people something that they can live on, you it, it might help with retention. Who knows? If they're giving out free chicken sandwiches, that may have something <laughs> to do with the retention. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, going from chicken to uh, job search, uh, shout out to Doug Monroe and Adzuna. They, they won and a continued service agreement with the government of the United Kingdom on their find a job platform. It's pretty much uh, a white labeled version of Adzuna tech. I mean, it's good for cash credibility. Uh, they actually beat monster out. I think just a few, few years ago on this, uh, this deal. Yep. And I've got to say that working with government, especially in this space is never easy. I have the experience and scars to prove it. So shout out to Adzuna. Good, good work guys. Hell yeah! Adzuna show sponsor showing once again that gold just rains down on companies that touch <laughs> the Chad and Cheese podcast. My next shout out goes to Ian Goodfellow. Who? Who the fuck is Ian Goodfellow? Well, Ian is director of machine learning at Apple, and he recently resigned because of Apple's hybrid back-to-work policy that called for three days in and two days out. Chad, Mm -hmm. the man was in a boiling pot of water and he jumped out. Word is it, Apple? They're just working their way to that five-day work week. And Mr. Goodfellow saw the writing on the wall and said, I'm out. Yeah, well, so did other Apple employees. There was an open letter from Apple employees and quote, how can we expect to convince the best people to come work with us if we reject anyone who needs the smallest bit of flexibility? How can we expect them to do their best work, but don't trust them to know how to do so? Mm -hmm. From the employees, uh, again, Mr. Goodfellow, there's more than just him who is is bucking this boiling the frog. Uh, so and hopefully we'll see more of it. We just had Kermit and Frog Talk in the same shout out segment. <laughs> I think that is a first. Well, kids, if you haven't signed up for free shit, what the hell are you doing? You got to head to chatcheese.com. Click the link. Give us your information. We're talking free shirts from Emissary. We're talking free beer from our friends at Pillar. And we're talking free whiskey from the folks at Text Kernel. Head to chadcheese.com today. Registering is totally free, and you can't win unless you register, everybody. Too easy. Free shit from Chad and Cheese. And let's talk about some birthdays, Chad, because Ooh. we missed last week <laughs> while we were nursing that that hangover from yes. Belgium. We've got a few birthdays uh, celebrating uh, this week or recently. 
Jeremy Langham's celebrating, celebrating birthday. Matt Kaiser, Dave Lefko of former Jobster fame uh-huh. and, and, and Bacon Salt. Bacon Salt. Some, some will remember <laughs> that. Ward Chrisman, Ed Newman, Ooh. Jennifer, don't call me Jenny from the block rut. Yes. Annie Jarvis, Amy Butchko. If you haven't heard the interview Damn. with her, go back in the archives. Big names. Huge names. Huge fans of Chad and Cheese. Glenn Hill, Garvis Sharma, Jerry Frank, and wow. Peter Sharipa. All celebrating nice. another trip around, around the, sun. the sun. Happy birthday, kids. All right. Well, we just came from an event. We had a blast. And if you didn't get FOMO from listening to the shows, I don't, you didn't listen to the show, man. It was great to be back live. We had an amazing time in Belgium. But guess what, kids? Unleash is coming. And remember Vegas? Remember when we used to go to Vegas when there was no COVID? Do I remember well, Vegas. <laughs> Come on now. I remember Vegas. Get ready because May 25th and 26th at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Uh, Chad and Cheese is actually going to be on stage with, believe it or not, EEOC Commissioner Keith Sonderling. Sonderling. That's right. Man. We're going to we're going to be talking about should you trust hiring with AI and I also have a last minute addition that I'm mm. not going to talk it's mm. going to be a surprise. This is a good yeah. one. She's going to be amazing on stage with us and again Commissioner Sonderling. And we are destined to get the director of the EOC fired uh, for this for this <laughs> commitment, I'm sure. Anyway. Possibility. Exciting to see Keith in Vegas. All right, kids, the unicorn, decacorn, octahorn, whatever the hell we're calling it today is is the parade is still going strong. All right, let's talk about remote hiring company Deal. That's D-E-E-L. They've raised 50 million at a, you ready for this, Chad? No. At a 12 billion dollar valuation. This is according to an Axios report signing anonymous sources. The raise means that Deal has more than doubled its valuation since its $425 million raise back in October when it was deemed to be worth $5.5 billion. The company is said to be planning to use its new capital toward hiring product enhancement and M&A. Chad, this is a three-year-old company, kind of a big deal, wouldn't you say? So bad. So uh, you just said they raised $425 million last October. So is this just to keep their like virtual fridges stocked or something? I mean, I don't get it. So why why another raise already after the monster raise mm. and why only 50 million? I, none of this makes sense. Then you take a look at the $12 billion valuation. Really? 12 billion? What kind of ARR are they pulling in? It was 50 million last December mm-hmm. with a pretty amazing revenue growth trajectory. I mean, that's one of the reasons why they, they hit Unicorn before, like at five times Unicorn rate because of their growth trajectory. But what the actual fuck kind of trajectory doubles a valuation like this? This to me We've been talking about bloated valuations. We've been talking Mm. about so much money that's out there, and we've been waiting for the sky to fall. Mm -hmm. Oh, my fucking God. This this is not falling. Are you calling writing on the wall, Chad? Well, Maybe. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. I don't see it happening with deal. 
yeah. to be quite frank. But but it's definitely going to happen. But I just can't see these types of, of these valuations. Yeah. I just it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand how they how they, how do they equate this? Look at the ARR. Look at the I, I get their total addressable market. I get the the opportunity, but that opportunity doesn't mean real value. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, fuck. Yeah, yeah. They've also they've also doubled clients. Uh, I think in in the years time since October twenty one. Really, for me, like just plug in whatever I said about remote and oyster in past shows. Um, I mean, like. <laughs> Right time, right place. Uh, people are just throwing money at this shit. You know, believe it. Believe the hype. I guess uh, this also it does seem to be a strong business. Deal reportedly sees more than twenty percent month over month growth, and they're operating a very low burn rate. That's according to TechCrunch. In twenty twenty one, sources shared that deal burned right under ten million dollars. That number is expected to increase some this year as the company continues to scale. But with so much cash raised, it appears that deals margins are in the eighty two to eighty five percent range. If you're looking for the Coke, Pepsi, and Dr. Pepper of the remote work solutions, I'm going to put remote as Coke. I'm going to put deal as Pepsi, and I'm Mm going to put oyster as that tasty Dr. Pepper that no (laughs) restaurant serves, but you tend to get it every now and then at the Kroger. Well, maybe not you at Kroger because you're still boycotting Kroger, but I tend to sometimes grab a Dr. Pepper, but remote and deal seem to be in the, uh, the catbird seat to own the work from home remote work marketplace. Yeah, I'm spending more time at the spa nowadays than the Kroger. The spa is that <laughs> is that food store at Portugal? Yes. Fun. All right, Chad. Well, let's get to uh, let's go from one big deal to another one. Get it? All right. Let's talk about let's talk about Rippling. Okay. We talked about previously from one mega corn from one mega unicorn to another. <laughs> uh, San Fran based Rippling has raised two hundred and fifty million dollars. Valuing the company at $11.25 billion. Listeners might remember they reached a $6.5 billion valuation back in October. Founder Parker Conrad, who drove Zenefits into the ground years ago, proves people love a good comeback story. Over the next 12 months, Conrad says Rippling plans to launch seven new products an aggressive expansion plan for sure. Chad, your thoughts on Rippling? Nearly $700 million in funding. Connor became a poster boy for Silicon Valley's billion-dollar startups when he raised $500 million to give Zenefits a valuation of $4.5 billion before getting kicked to the curb about six years ago. Does any of that sound familiar, by the way? $500 million, $4.5 Yeah, I mean, Jesus. So Parker raises money better than most. And yet, I don't feel investors have learned their lesson. I mean, fool me once, but fool me twice. It's like Jason Goldberg with Jobster and then Hem or whatever the hell they called his last crashed company. Fab, baby. Fab. Fab. Yeah. He also had Hem too. So, I mean, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, to me, the most important set of cogs in any system is the leadership team. And I personally wouldn't trust Parker as far as I could throw him. Great idea. Awesome tech, mm-hmm. but untrustworthy leader, I would pass. Again, you know, if you don't trust the captain of the Titanic, the biggest, best ship to ever float and sink, then, you know, you, you don't, you can't be a part of something like this. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's hard for me to see something like this so close. I know it's been six years, but still so close after Zenefits. Yeah. 
And with the new raise, Rippling is worth two and a half times yeah. what Zenefith, Zenefits was worth at its peak. Bloated valuations, kids. Yeah, well, while Rippling started out selling to small and mid-sized businesses in the past six months, it has begun to bump up against HR and finance giant Workday in selling to large enterprises. Mm-hmm. I do think there is a large anti-Workday story here with the rise of Rippling. Uh, uh-huh. I don't I don't hear a lot of good things about Workday for people that use it. Yeah, This might be driving a lot of people over to Rippling. Um, according to an internal PowerPoint, Rippling says it has 80 companies. They think that they have the potential to displace. So whatever you think about Parker Conrad, the disdain for Workday is possibly much greater than the disgust that people have for him. And by the way, people have pretty short memories in this space. By the way, if you want to know more about Mr. Parker Conrad and his past company, Googling. Just Google Zenefits <laughs> Sex in Stairwells, and you're welcome, and you're welcome. <laughs> well, to another company that we know pretty well and talk quite a bit about, uh-huh. iSims announced this week that TA Associates, a private equity firm, will invest in the company alongside existing investor Vista. Vista and TA will maintain equal economic ownership in iSIMS and will partner together to further accelerate global growth and product development expansion. Additional financial terms were not disclosed, but people familiar with the matter said the latest financing valued the company at about $3 billion, including debt. That's according to Reuters. Chad, why raise money if you're iSIMS? This feels like a slow-moving kind of cleaning of the house and in, in preparation for IPO mm. money, you know, kind of relationship. Buy down some debt, do a little cleaning up of the balance sheet. I mean, I, I don't see this as much more than that, to be honest. Again, slow-moving, be smart. Uh, take a look at, again, the, the zip recruiters of the world or some of these organizations who have gone IPO doesn't feel like a great time to do it. So take your time, do it right, and you know, do everything that you can do to, to, to get your house in order in the meantime. That's what it feels like to me. It feels weird to me, Chad. It feels weird to me. So it feels weird. I guess the bullish the bullish case, I guess, is what you said. And also maybe um, if you agree that that tech companies are hurting a little bit with Roku, uh, PayPal lift uh, down 70, 60, 70, 80% that a lot of companies are going to be for sale in the next 12 months. And Mm -hmm. why not raise some money, get your powder dry, go gobble up some more candidate IDs, um, you know, while, while you're waiting for that IPO market to heat back up. However, I, I will quote Bill and Ted when I say something (laughs) is amiss at the circle K Um, just feels (laughs) off. They had filed for initial IPO in August of last year. However, the IPO market has virtually come to a standstill this year, yeah. forcing them to abandon their listing plans. They just acquired Candidate ID, which we both applauded. But I think there are cracks in the pavement. One Glassdoor reviewer said this week, quote, when Colin stepped down, it was no longer the same company, end quote. And that comment is surrounded by a lot of similar disenchantment from internal voices. Mm-hmm. Mostly bad vibes are what I'm feeling around iSIMS as I read this story, Chad. I don't want to go on a limb and say hiring a marketing software guy was a bad idea, but things just seem a little bit out of sorts with one of our favorite ATS providers. I'm going to keep my eye on this one. 
Yeah. Well, it, you can't expect an organization, which again, was built by Colin and a leadership team to stay the same. I mean, you just can't. And it was handed off uh, because of obviously Vista uh, mm-hmm. and their want and need to grow the business and go IPO, right? So yeah. to, to have the expectation that it's going to feel the same and be the same and, and grow into this big monolith uh, of a tech company, I, I don't think those are, those are real expectations. Uh, that's one of the reasons why we move and we go to different jobs. If that's what you're looking for, there are plenty mm-hmm. of startups out there. I understand that. But guess what? If you've been on board since way back then, I guarantee you it doesn't fa- uh, feel the same. Go find another startup. I, that's the only thing I can say, man. I, I wouldn't expect it to feel the same. I just, unless we're inside, um, we just don't know. It just, it just seems strange to go IPO on a timing basis. I understand part of that. But if you're a really good company with strong growth and and prospects like going IPO shouldn't necessarily be a timing issue. I also think the the pressure that they're getting from the remotes, the deals, the oysters, a lot of the other companies that are getting a lot of money and funding um, are putting pressure on the business. So anyway, uh, I think all ATSs are feeling a little bit pressured by all the new uh, platforms that are supporting remote work and getting a lot of the oxygen from the fund, uh, from the funds and the, uh, the venture venture firms out there. So anyway, it's interesting. interesting. I I see the tortoise and the rabbit on this one. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we don't talk about it much on this show, but I mean, layoffs, uh, are in the news quite frequently these days. Uh, obviously historically when people lay off and don't hire that affects our industry quite a bit. So I, I just, Writing on the wall, canary in the coal mine, whatever analogy you want to use, um, it feel it, just the whole industry feels a little bit weird right now going into summer. Yeah, there's going to be some type of a bottom that drops out. Hopefully, yep. not too big of a bottom, but it's got to happen. It it has to happen. We don't want to see it. We don't want to see people lose their jobs. It's a cycle. It's a cycle of the market. Chad does not want to see a big bottom, kids. And with that, we will pay a few (laughs) bills and come back and play some buy or sell. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, That human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest, so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. Fat bottom girls, you make the (laughs) rockin' world go round. I'm not touching any of this bottom, <laughs> dude. None of this bottom. All right, let's play a little buy or sell. You know how it oh, works. Uh, yeah. We talk about three companies that got funding, and we either buy or sell that bitch. I'll read a summary. Chad will grade it, and then I will go after Chad. Let's talk about Certain, C-E-R-T-N. Yes. Canada-based Certain, a company that provides AI-powered background screening solutions to enterprises, 
this week announced it has raised $50 million in a Series B round of funding. Total raised is now $84 million. The company conducts real-time comprehensive background checks and ongoing risk monitoring for employees, contractors, and tenants around the world. Chad, how certain are you about buying this company or are you ready to sell it? So everybody knows I'm pretty much in a, in a buying mood today. I don't know if, if you listened to the first part of this. Um, yeah, if you so, sell life insurance, give, <laughs> give Chad a call this weekend. He's ready to sign. So everybody loves Canada, first and foremost. Uh, but I went, to, I went to the website and just to, to start to dig into some of the messaging and taking a look at seeing possibly some of the product, those types of things, and messaging right on the website, quote, built for the best candidate and recruiter experience. Reduce your time by higher 80 percent and give results and get results in minutes end quote clean and simple which really got my attention now i said okay let's check out the big dog so i went Mm -hmm. to sterling background checks and this is the first thing that sterling says sterling background and identity solutions help you find a foundation of trust and safety for your employees customers and partners around the world end quote Certain seems to understand exactly what a company needs, where the industry leader, Sterling, sounds like a corporate word bomb. So right out of the gate, I loved the simplicity. Background checks are slow and messy. But if a new challenger brand, which boasts client reviews of experiencing 144 times faster service than that of their previous provider, well, damn. I got to pay attention. Simplicity plus speed, quicker background checks, and a better recruiter and candidate experience. I say, hey, checker, get that checkbook ready and write certain a check. This is a big buy for me. All right. If we're talking about an acquisition target, uh, I I like certain. um, But to me, they've just raised too much goddamn money at this point. The number of buyers, even if we're- company good god these guys are fucking printing they're printing money all right this let's assume this is a close to a billion dollar valuation yeah we can agree on that right 800 yeah. billion dollars probably yeah so so if checkers valued at seven billion and sterling is four billion i mean that's a huge huge bite to take uh for a startup so so I am not buying Checker Sterling writing a check uh, oh, I can in this it. scenario. You you can buy that all you want. <laughs> I'm not buying it. That means they need to be eyeing an IPO uh, liquidation event or selling to some crazy ass uh, tenant background check. They do that shit or some sort of a mess. Anyway, probably eyeing an IPO. And I think they're a fringe player at best. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, Sterling is Coke. Checker is Pepsi, and the best certain can shoot for is Dr. Pepper. This makes certain <laughs> to me less than a certainty. So, my friend, this is a oh, big sell for me. Big okay. sell. Sorry, Canada. Sorry, Canada. You're All right, the let's background get to, check guy. I'll go with you. Let's okay. Get, let, you'll go with me on that. Yeah. I was in the business for like six months. I paid attention for two. Anyway, higher logic. Okay. The company announced a $4 million seed funding round this week based in beautiful Reston, Virginia, which I've never been to, but I'm sure it's beautiful. HireLogic's platform aims to create a structured hiring process with features that include guided video interviews, online assessments of candidate based on a client's company culture, as well as skills, and a dashboard that allows users to view candidates by assessed ratings and scores. 
Sounds impressive. Chad, would buying this company be logical or is it an emotional mistake? (laughs) Buy or logic, buy or sell. Oh, I got to say, it's uh, two words that people can spell. That's good right out of the gate. Uh, I, and I agree with just about everything Higher Logic is pitching here. We need better processes baked into our technology, especially around interviewing. Because again, interviewing sucks, not just for recruiters and managers, but for the fucking candidates, right? So yeah. this is an area we need to get better. We love this. HireLogic is looking to actually use the funds to continue expansion of the platform's capabilities, including uh, machine learning and, listen up, integration to video conferencing platforms and applicant tracking systems and establish go-to-market activities based on product-led growth. I I love that kind of focus, right? Not to mention the leadership has industry roots and there's plenty of room for challenger brands in this space, no question. I'm sure core talent platforms will be targeting platforms and leadership teams like this for an acquisition. We talked to ISIMs about what they look for in a startup. Leadership teams was one of their, was really their main priority along with obviously the tech, but leadership teams. Me, this is a buy for me. Man, what's in that water in Portugal? It's got you happy as hell. All right. Oh, it's good. All right, Chad, this one feels too much like a knife in a gunfight to me. Uh, They want to be a platform, but only have $4 million in funding so far. Their pricing is really low. I don't know if you checked out the pricing page, which means to me they'll be stuck in SMB land for the foreseeable future, which is a seven-layered hell omelet. Uh, I don't see a deep understanding of our space within the leadership team. What? Therefore, this one, in my opinion, is a big sell oh hell no all right let's go to monera maybe it's monara i don't know uh it's a platform that aims to train and place tech talent from the middle east and north uh-huh. africa yep they announced a three million dollar funding round tech crunch reported students do not pay a fee up front but will pay 10 percent of the salary in their first two years of employment via Monera. The company says it has placed workers at tech firms in Europe and the U.S., including mm-hmm. Meta and Google. Chad, don't call it Marinera. Are you a buy <laughs> or sell on Monera? Oh, you're making me hungry. Okay, so first off, two female founders love it. Love it, love it. Not to mention more of the female founders are getting, they're not getting enough Awareness, but they're getting more. So, so this is yep. good, especially doubling up. Uh, a, a quote: eighty-six percent of its trained engineers receive job offers within five months of graduating, while others get up to a three hundred percent pay hike after the training. End oh. quote. You said th- there's th- students don't don't pay tuition, although they do kind of like on the back of that, they pay ten percent of their their salary for the first two years. I would rather the company pay the freight, but we're getting closer, kids. We're getting closer. So we're almost there. This is simple. Europe needs tech talent and they're building talent pipelines for those needs because hiring companies are either too damn lazy or too damn stupid to build it themselves. I've been saying for years that staffing firms should be leading these types of talent initiatives, but until they do, Monara, it's a buy. I want these Hell ladies yeah. on the show. I want them on the show ASAP. 
All right, man. I saved the best for last for me. Yes. Africa and South America to me are primed to be the birthing ground for tech talent. Thanks to remote work. Thanks to technology. Thanks to globalism. This, number two, though, this this what I find interesting. So, so I've used Upwork and Fiverr for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and a big challenge using Upwork is individual freelancers aren't all that reliable. They kind of flake. They kind of leave. They kind of answer you back or not. And, and agencies where they work churn uh, churn candidates like nobody's business. So there's mm-hmm. a real issue with retention and, and reliability. Um, what Monera is looking to solve is this retention, um, and it's through their educational process. So I think a lot of employers are going to love this model and jump on board because they're basically saying, we'll teach you how to do this shit, and then you're, you, we own your ass for, for two years at least while you work within our system. That's a great thing for employers who need people yes. and want reliability that these folks are going to stay around. And they're working through Monara, Monera, Monara, uh, to make sure that um, the, the skills are right, customer service is there. So in other words, the freelancers can focus on doing the development work and Monara can work on the service, the selling, the, the handholding and the care and feeding. So I love this. I think uh, similar to Andela, uh, who we've talked about out of, out of uh, India, I think. This to me is a strong, strong buy. There we go. Three See, buys was- from Chad, two sell and one buy from me. That's a damn good buy or sell. <laughs> Keep drinking that water, Chad. And I will be right back to talk more food and advertising. Ooh, pizza. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. All right, Chad, no no OnlyFans this week, no uh, strippers <laughs> or porn stars. It's just not in the news. It's just too dark around We're the talking world. Talking pizza, though. We're talking pizza, dude. Talking pizza and yes. uh, and moms. What what could go better together? Yeah. Uh, so a couple couple commercials caught our attention uh, this week. Mm-hmm. First was Mod, which I'd explain as kind of a Chipotle for pizza. You get in line, tell them your toppings. They throw it in the oven and then and then serve it up nice and hot. Right. They have an employment branding ad running in the in the states entitled "All Pizzas Welcome." Uh, most interestingly, the ad features an employee with an ankle monitoring device, obviously mm-hmm. highlighting someone on house arrest. One online critic said, quote, the marketing here is that their pizza is good because they employ dangerous criminals, end quote. I think we probably both disagree. But then you also have Upwork, whose ad campaign challenges corporate America to hire back moms. Launched on Mother's Day weekend, the campaign raises awareness about the value working mothers bring to the labor force. The campaign includes a 60-second video featuring real moms having moments with their families during the height of the pandemic, each highlighting translatable skills to the professional world. 
I frankly teared up a little bit uh, watching the ad. <laughs> Chad, what were your thoughts? Pizza and moms. What you got? Pizza was pretty awesome. Uh, I, I did read some of those posts in the forum. Uh-huh. It was yep. it was in it was in Texas, and they don't even have a mod pizza in Texas, so they can fuck off. <laughs> But but overall, I mean, this is about inclusivity, right? This is about including everybody. Whether you've made mistakes, you've not made mistakes, you still have to feed your family, right? And mm-hmm. not to mention they had an individual with this disability. They had, you know, different different races, different genders. I mean, yep. it was inclusive. And, and, and I actually put it out in a couple of Facebook groups. I won't mention who actually wrote this, but I thought this was brilliant. Brands are figuring it out. One company, one brand, and it needs to speak to customers, potential customers, current talent, prospective talent, all. And they're going for the fringe. Brands win in the fringe. Well freaking done. I agree. And we've talked about this with cult brands. You're mm-hmm. going to piss some people off. That's great. They're not your customer. Fuck them, right? Go after the people that you want to go after. You can't, you cannot own the entire market. So guess what? Pick your lane and own that lane. Mod, Mod Pizza is owning the lane. On the on the moms thing, man, it's interesting because it's like, hey, it's, it's not like the moms don't want to come back to work. Okay, come on, Upwork. It's not that they don't want to come back to work. It's because companies like Apple are doing stupid shit and they're boiling the frog. (laughs) Women do want to come back to work. That has nothing to do with that. They need the flexibility and the benefits from companies to be able to work with them. Right. It's 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 about being more human and the flexibility of what we had and what hopefully we will continue to have during the covid time proved that we can be incredibly productive, even more productive and spend that time with our family that we all deserve. Well, a little side note, Chad, uh, all pizzas welcome is not just a slogan. It's a way of life for, for me. Um, so I, I found that particularly, particularly, uh, see, you're nice right in the lane, yeah. baby. You're I'm right, right there, there, man. They're yeah. speaking to me. I, I had to do a double take when I saw the ankle monitor on the ad. I just thought, Fuck yeah, they were they were that ballsy to do yeah, that. Um, I love and it. Keep in mind these are consumers that that watch this stuff too. So to me mm-hmm. that was that was just fantastic that they took the took the risk to do that, and I I certainly applaud uh, whatever marketing team. Do. By the way, if anyone out out there is from Mod, please please hit us up. We'd love to talk more about this ad campaign and, and how you guys came up with it. Women accounted for sixty three percent of job losses between twenty and twenty two. Um, according to the U.S. Department of Labor, 1.6 million mothers left the workforce in 2020. Mm-hmm. And and to me, so the, the Upwork ad really spoke, I think, to them to get back out there to maybe use the Upwork platform and still have. I, I think the value of Upwork is like, look, you make your own hours, your flexibility, you know, the flexibility of it. And I think they were they were speaking to mothers to say, hey, come to Upwork. We're here for you. We're here to <laughs> provide, provide, <laughs> yeah, provide the flexibility that you need as a mother. Um, yada, yada. I mean, yeah, we don't have healthcare and some other shit, but Hey, Hey, you know, they, they play to their strengths and we know from, from past interviews, uh, 70 million Americans have a criminal record, uh, go check out 70 million jobs for more information on that. Um, and most, if not all have trouble finding employment after incarceration. Look, there's a talent crunch in this country. 
So it doesn't surprise me that employers are taking some risks and putting, you know, employees with ankle monitors in their ads to get more uh, former criminals uh, in their in their workforce. And I, I applaud it. And I think to see this stuff on commercials on major networks uh-huh. deserves a huge applause. And I would love to see more employers take this take this tone in there that's inclusivity baby inclusivity well dude i'm gonna let you get back to the portuguese party that we interrupted to uh to record this show (laughs) you're back next week and then we are in vegas after that so the party does not stop that's right and you come back to the states and with that another one in the can we out we out thank you for listening to what's it called a podcast the chat the cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout outs of people you don't even know. And yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. There's so many cheeses and not one word. So weird. Anywho. Be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chadcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.